To the refugee father I only met once, but whose story changed my life. Dear father, as a child, no meat I read could evoke the same sense of wonder as the one your story evoked in me. We do not know each other, and yet we both know we share a common secret. The secret of your existence, and not of mine. Separated by your fate, despite the love you had from my mother. Dear father, you had me in your arms one time, then you disappeared. Mom because that on that day, the one and only day you met me, you spoke to me in a tongue she did not know. The language of your village, between the Tigris and the Euphrates. The village where you grew up and from which you fled. Later, I spoke my first word, Haziza. It might sound naive, but I like to think that it came from you. That it is an heirloom and also proves that you loved me. Yet, I understand now. This life doesn't call for a reunion. Still, I wish to thank you for one thing. Father, I was born twice. In 1996 and again in 2017. That year, I finished my studies and for the first time in my life, I had time to think about that which had been easier to ignore. Your existence. Guided by my mother's memories, I pieced together the letters that I knew of you, and putting together the clues, as we read the stars to understand the world, I learned about your journey. In researching your name, I got the significance of mine, and from your story, I started understanding mine. As I moved towards you, I discovered the conflicts of the world, at first with fear, then with courage. I spent my days and nights turning the page of books which could bring me closer to you, and my heart was moved by all the journeys. I decided for the first time to reach out to refugees. I listened to their stories, their courage, the families they found and taught they lost. I taught them French and discovered your language, Aramaic. For a long time, I wished to come across you by accident, turning down the street or on the metro, but the years passed in vain. You were made a mystery, like Babylon. Then, one night, when I couldn't sleep, I took up my research again. That night, after turning through every article where you appeared, the world stopped. I learned you would be coming to a conference not far from where I lived. It was a summer evening, and France had just won the World Cup for the second time. With my heart beating faster than any soccer player's, I found you again. The room, resonating with the voice of those who came to listen, suddenly fell silent. I sent your presence. Hidden in the second world, with a trembling heart, I finally put a face to the name. I stayed two hours, sitting only a few meters from you. What force can feel in so much silence? There are none. For the first time, I understood the other part of me. 
my brown hair and my black eyes, which, as a child, I wish were blonde and blue like my mother's, I got from you. Despite my clouded eyes, I spent the first hour watching yours. Through your eyes, I saw your lands bordered by the mountains separating Turkey and Iraq, as well as the lands you crossed to come to a safer place in France, the country where I was born. In the second hour, your voice soothed my soul. I recalled its softness, like a sacred song of Mesopotamia, and I could see myself beginning to cry discreetly. It wasn't about just you and me anymore. My eyes were crying for the entire world. My eyes were crying for people on whole continents, of all religions, languages, genders, colors, and orientation. A prose people. My eyes were crying for the bones and the atrocities in me. In that moment, a force was born. Though I know very little of you, your journey made me realize how lucky and privileged I am. Further, not one day has passed since that year that I don't wake up and feel grateful to be safe, to be able to dream and to help. Hell, in the months that followed, this world took one more meaning and space in my life. Opening my eyes to you, I opened them to the world. Wanting to reach Asia, I discovered Africa. I met Ajo, Kofi and Rebecca, and more people whose inner strength increased my own. Thanks to you and to them, I was no longer afraid. So, at age 24, I quit my job, went back to school, and started studying refugee law. Dear Father, if the world is cruel, on the road that led me to you, I encountered its goodness. For this, I thank you. This letter does not need a response. I do not blame you for leaving use. Sometimes, there are reasons that are bigger than yours. Your secret daughter.